Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It? Podcast. I'm your host GB, I'm recording this on a Friday evening and I'm very blessed. Today's guest accepts no imitations, one half of Los Palomarinos, I pretty much pronounced that already completely, but there you go. Please give it up for Frankie Vegas. How you doing today mate, you all good? I'm very well babes, thank you so much for having me on, it's great to speak with you. Pleasure, pleasure. We're going to have a laugh today. Uh, I think we had a good conversation before, so we didn't actually record that. Um, but let's jump into it. I'm actually, as opposed to normally rewind the clocks and find out what got you into wrestling, okay. I'm actually just going to follow up what we talked about um, on Twitter in the DM. Mm-hmm. And it was basically Terry Gillen film, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, cult classic, um, starring Johnny Depp and Benico Del Toro. So I saw it a few years ago. Uh, personally, to be brutally honest, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but it is a cult classic. I know loads of people that love it. It has a huge following and I can see it's kind of influenced you. I'm not saying that's who you're trying to be. I'm just saying it's influenced you from what I can see and inspired you and sort of how you, uh, you know, how you are. I want to know your thoughts on it. What about the film inspired you specifically and have you been to Las Vegas? All right. So let's uh, <laughs> let's start with that last question. Break it I've, down. Been to, I've been to Vegas twice. Absolutely loved it. Nice. Um, the, the weird thing is people go, oh, you're running into gambling. Like, no, no. The first time I went, I waited until like the last day we were there. And then I went up to the back blackjack table, really like shyly, like, uh, do I just sit here? Just getting told off by the dealer. Cause it was like, don't put your card there. (laughs) I mean, we did the slots and stuff, but yeah, it's just, (coughs) gambling's not really my thing, but there's so much other Mm -hmm. insane, crazy stuff that you can do out there. Yeah. Mad. It's just a big, it's a big adults playground. So, You know, you could go from watching, I don't know, uh, a circus show in yeah. in the Hotel Circus Circus. You can go on a roller coaster at the New York Hotel. Yeah. Uh, you could hire two cars and just drive out into the middle of the desert if that's what you want to do, which, you know, I did. Tried looking for Area 51. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't quite make it, but we got to, uh, we made it to Rachel, where the little alien is, if you've ever seen the uh, Louis Threw documentary in Vegas. I haven't seen that one. No, no very like good weekend. one. Yeah, it's weird weekends from the nineties. Uh, really, really great documentary on Vegas. But yeah, um, just just mad. Mm. It's great. But you, you know, got like, this back do or just like um, a messy one with the mates. I did the first time I went was actually my uh, my honeymoon. <laughs> really <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, bloody um, man. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah. So we actually stayed at Circus Circus. Um, yeah, and we just had a really great time, and then we did a, a little bit of a road trip around the rest of the the West Coast. And then the second time was just a stag do. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, man. Good times. Yeah, no, good times. Yeah, that's wicked, man. And so I forgot to talk about now. Uh, oh yeah, um, fear oh yeah, the film. film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean the the film is just, I think, helps encapsulate how, you know, random, how mad, how crazy, Vegas is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess from, from that first trip that I ever went, I knew that that was before I, I got, I guess, into, into, into train, uh, be, you know, becoming a wrestler. So that was a couple mm-hmm. of years before, but when I, you know, had the genesis of, of an idea of a character, I always wanted to know, I always wanted it to be, you know, this really extravagant outlandish, you know, and that, that matched Vegas. And because I yeah. loved it so much, I named it after, after the town, after it's actually partially named after a, a tiki bar 
um, just outside. I will get into your coconut, your uh, sparkling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, just, and then over the years, you know, I that was when, when I first started, had the, uh, had the character, I had like a, a big quiff. So it was kind of like Elvisy, it was a little bit Vegas. Yeah. Um, and then I cut my hair and I was like, well, I can't really go with that Elvisy thing anymore because it doesn't feel like I can pull it off without the hair. And, you know, I was looking at other Vegas influences and yeah, Fear and Loathing Man, you know, very, mm. very iconic in terms of its imagery, you know, and matching that kind of outlandish behavior. Yeah. Best when you got like, you know, two big stars like Johnny Depp in it and <laughs> Obi Maguire of all fucking Obi Maguire and Christina Ritchie makes a little <laughs> appearance in it as well. Oh yeah, from the Adams Family. Yeah. I forgot. I watched it years ago. I just wouldn't yeah, yeah. I know people, like, like I said earlier, like people love it. And obviously it's been incorporated and influenced for you. And obviously Vegas is, mm -hmm. I did have to establish the Vegas. I wanted to know if it wasn't just, you know, not just a name or gimmick. You have actually been there. Oh, no, I've, I've been, I've been. Nice. That's, would you go back? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, like, uh, there's so much that I feel like I haven't done so much. I want to go back and do again. There's always mm -hmm. new shows. There's always, you know, <clears throat> residencies, places you can go. The, the two times that I've been there, I've, I went to the Grand Canyon, but I still haven't had done Hoover Dam. So that's be something that I do when I go there. Back, More back things again. to kick off then. Awesome. There you go. Awesome, man. Um, I'm going to rewind it further now to the okay. character development and you go in Vegas. And I want to know what actually got you into wrestling in the first place. So, you know, I was watching over some of the other episodes and what other people said, and there seems to be like a a link to, to back when they were kids and watching it on TV. Mm -hmm. Um and, you know, same for me. I was, I had a, I had a Hogan figure. I had a um, Roddy Piper figure and an Earthquake figure. I had the WCW ring. You know, um, I had, I can't remember, it was like Royal Rumble at the Royal Abbott Hall. Oh, yeah. Night VHS, yeah. yeah, from VHS. I used to wear that out, um, you know, up until, you know, my early teens with the Attitude Era. And then it kind of... I kind of had, I've got this big gap in my wrestling history because it kind of dropped off for me. Yeah. Um, up until I was at about 24, 25. So there's quite a big gap, but um, I had a job where I was like, I didn't have much to do during the day and it was quite easy just to sit and watch videos. So I just one day started going through YouTube, watching old like Stone Cold matches because I was like, oh, I haven't watched wrestling in years. Yeah. And then just fell back into love with it from there. Mm. Um, and I, th I suppose with anybody, you think, oh, I wonder if I could actually do it. I wonder if this mm. is a training school. Did the old Google search. And sure enough, there was uh, an academy that had only recently opened up in Milton Keynes. So, I, you know, dropped them a message and, and went along and mm. I guess just snowballed from there. Just to sort of dissect that a little bit. I think that is quite common as well. After the actual era, a lot of fans did mm. fall off. I kind of stayed with it. But a lot of people that were sort of in my groups of French, you know, they just have, yeah, I don't want to watch it anymore. Oh, it's fake. Oh, it's boring. It's not mm. popular anymore. But a lot of fans do get back into it, like you have. And, like, YouTube is a big, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Matt, like, honestly, it just it helps a lot of people sort of re rediscover how much they love wrestling and be able to watch it. When you were growing up as a fan, who were some of your favourites? Um, Stone Cold, Rock. You know, I was always into the really big characters. Mm -hmm. um, and God knows the, the Attitude Era had enough of them. You know, like, I love Road Dog. Yeah, he was great. Just how confident he was coming out with the mic every time. Um, yeah, I hated Triple H. Triple H was like nice. the biggest heel. Hate, got absolute love for him now. Yeah, but yeah, back you were actually day, a fan then, like, like you know, you weren't yeah. trying to work out like, who their real names are or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I was. I was never like, I never 
scratch the surface more yeah. than just like it's you know it was smackdown on sky one after school yeah. or you know on saturday morning that was you know i just lived for that it was great I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I kind of wish I was a little bit like that. I, I I kind of clocked on early. It was like what it was all about and how they worked it around. And yeah, you know, I'd be reading like Power Slam and then eventually like trying to find out like the backstage news. Montreal, like as a kid, blew my mind, honestly. I mean, I'm bored to death now, but you know, just making <laughs> the point there. Um, as you are a fellow UK resident, uh-huh. and obviously we're big into our sports. When you were growing up, were you into anything else other than wrestling? Um, I did like football when I was a kid, but then, you know, I didn't really. I didn't really go past that. But then I, I was more into, you know, when I got into my teens, I really got into music. So I was playing in, playing in bands. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I think it's so the sports side I wasn't into. I think I've been able to kind of bring that, um, you know, that entertainment factor of, you know, mm. being able to entertain people. Yeah. Hopefully I've been able to bring that into a character and be able to bring that into into more of me as a wrestler than, you know, just working and you know being a great yeah, I think that helps as well music as well you know you're yeah on stage, you, know, you gotta perform especially like music videos as well and absolutely you can't just all be like bob dylan like a dry lunch but <laughs> sorry there's someone out there that's gonna take real offense to that i'm only joking it's a fucking joke seriously but um what, what in terms of music like what do you play uh so i play guitar mm-hmm. uh but i have been in bands where i've played drums i've played keys i've yeah I kind of know the basics of everything that I, you know, if you wanted me to jam along with something, I could. Mm. But uh, jack of all trades, but not master of none is always my phrase. Still handy, mate. Still more than me. Um, do you still do it now? I mean, have you been able to sort of incorporate that into wrestling, like maybe a theme song or, you know, if anyone else wants a theme song or even production? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Or the closest I've come is um, a couple of a couple of months ago. I came out with a lucha mask on and played someone's entrance theme. Oh, uh, really? Was, yeah, I, I came out and uh, played Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard because that was their entrance theme. So I just walked out on my guitar and started playing it. So that was pretty cool. And That's yeah, maybe, cool, maybe maybe there's something yeah. we could do with it further down the line. Yeah. yeah, you can. I mean, like the themes when you have, um, I forgot the name of it. Like, ooh. Nah, oh, it's nah. Mask Canada by uh, Sergio. That's Mendes. the one. I've got it downloaded yeah. for the for the you know the shout out late, which we'll do. But <laughs> I can never get it. but like you know when you do like oh actually I want to jazz this up because but yeah I know it's YouTube each video of yours on YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they let you use it, so it's all right. So yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. That's all friendly. <laughs> shout out to them. Um, no, awesome, awesome man. So going back to you becoming a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment that, you know, you said like you found school and you're watching YouTube, but was there a specific match or a moment or, you know, people saying you should do this or you saw that specific match live or anything? Or did you kind of know when you got back into it gradually, the more older you got and the more invested you are, I actually want to do this? It was, uh, there was a show that was literally down the road from me. I think it was an LDN show, but yeah. Um, I can't remember anybody's name who was on it. But I just took my nephews because I was starting to starting to get into the YouTube videos, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm really really get back into it." Yeah. And then I went and saw this this little show in a basically a village hall down the road. It was like four matches and a rumble, and I thought, "Yeah, I can I can definitely and, uh... see I can see my I can see myself doing it," you know. Yeah. And you know, I think by you know by then I was you know working out how you know yeah it's you know safe falls and everybody's working i think the real giveaway is when one of the guys exited the rumble and then came back two minutes later with a mask and a different costume like, <laughs> I didn't even like be discreet about was, it 
it's doing like a mankind, you know, holy <laughs> thing going on. It's just going to come back again. Dave, it's just Dave. Yeah, it's Dave. <laughs> Trader by day, master yeah. luchador at night. Oh, Dave, yeah. listen to this, by the way. You made a fan and made a fan of wrestler. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, you know, I just got really sucked into the show and I was like, yeah, I think I can definitely yeah. see myself being a part of it. So yeah. And where'd you begin your training? I think you might have said earlier, but I might have missed out. Uh, so it began in what was essentially just a boxing club. Mm -hmm. So they had like, you know, a boxing ring, which was a horrible, horrible bump. Uh, we weren't allowed to use it very much because it fucked up the board. Sorry. I don't know if we're allowed to swear, but. Yeah, uh, you can. Like, no, okay, great. Absolutely fine. Okay. We'll leave that one out. Um, <laughs> good shout. Good shout. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, it was called Guardians Academy and it was just called, you know, Guardians Academy Wrestling Club. And then um, the head trainer there uh, got talking to Harvey Dale, who ran Hope Wrestling. Mm -hmm. And Dale was looking to expand, make like sort of bring Hope more into the South because it was mainly running in the Midlands at that point. And yeah, it just became like a, a little Hope Academy. Um, so it was great. Yeah, just just over in Milton Keynes. And when you got out of the boxing ring, I mean, how did you find bumping in an actual ring? Oh, much much better. I mean, it's, it still sucks, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's much better. Than <laughs> but it's horrible slap. Doing it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when it first getting to to you know bounce around a proper ring was just like a really great experience. So. Mm. Well, what was like running the ropes? Let me actually ask someone specifically that. I mean, you hear different stories like interviews, but I want to hear from you. Like, what is it actually like on the body, and how long does it take to like get used to? I mean, now it's good fun. You know, now I've got the, the stamina for it. <laughs> but, you know, you'd be surprised how tiring it can be running yeah. back and forth a couple of times. And, and you know, it, yeah, it does take a toll on your, on, on your shoulders and your, your, mm. your back. But, you know, you toughen up, you get used to it. I just remember seeing it tough enough. I like, I can fucking do that. And I was like, nah, no, I can't. I'm just all mouth. <laughs> it's me, I like 11, 12 years old. I'm going to be like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, I think it takes everybody surprise, by surprise at first. Mm. You know, just kind of like getting that that feel for it. Yeah, getting, you know, feeling it against your back. Yeah, but yeah, it's like this, like back and forth, back and forth, and then actually putting your oh, yeah, a bit of fun man. I remember seeing like Brian Alvarez, like you know, the, the, the journalist. Well, if you call him that, and I saw how he won the ropes. So I was just kind of laughing, and I was like, "Hey, your your job is to like literally criticize wrestlers for doing you know good or bad." And yeah, good times, mate. But yeah, that's why I'm not going <laughs> to criticize anyone. Bad, run bad. Well, let me try it again. I'm not going to criticize anyone for running the ropes badly because I can't do it myself. There Fair enough. Boom. Fair enough. Perfect. Um, when did you make your official wrestling debut? Uh, so, I mean, I was doing... But as, as I was doing my training, I was actually... Um, uh, yeah, I was, I was still training, but they were putting on shows. So there's a couple of my friends that were, you know, getting on shows. And I was like, well... I want to get the feel for being on shows apart from, you know, just being there to help set up and, yeah, and do yeah. it, you know, I want to be a little bit more part of it. So I actually made more of a debut as a ring announcer. Um, nice. So I actually ring announced for about a year. No, I and then, no that's cool. Yeah. Um, like right earlier in my career. And then eventually I did a very, very brief appearance in a uh, battle Royal for a hope show. I think that was about 2016. Uh, I was had... you was you like did you go in as the ring announcer or did you have a mask no 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 i had no 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 i was i wasn't ring announcing for yeah this was this was up in nottingham um yeah. but I, I was announcing at like the the, M, the milton Keynes shows uh, and sort of my local area 
and um yeah this this hope battle royal it was right at the end of the show and i literally had borrowed trunks borrowed shoes i think the only thing that i had that was mine was my knee pads and my shirt and that was it <laughs> yeah it's just like they were just like oh do you want a spot and i was like yeah get me in I'm just who can i borrow stuff off but yeah it was a great experience can i, I win also uh, no <laughs> i didn't look at i soon realized being in a ring with about 20 other people and you know when the bell rang and everybody just starts brought you know you, you practice and yeah, and yeah. go over stuff in, in in training you know uh but as soon as that bell went off i was just like yeah i was like so out of my depth so i did (laughs) i think i did about two strikes and then just whispered to some guys like just chuck me out i don't mind being out first just happy to be more battle royals then oh yeah absolutely yeah pretty 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 standard thing now (laughs) they're very popular in this country honestly especially family shows yeah i think it's just a it's just a big excitement isn't it seeing so many just to get everyone on the card as well and obviously yeah you're automatically gonna cheer it's It's, so busy it's it's a great way for for trainees to get experience in a ring i think and, yeah and getting a feel for what it's like to be in front of a, a group of people so nice. yeah i'd definitely recommend them uh i will go back to what i said earlier and that is mm-hmm. your coconut or sparkling coconut oh my po- coconut <laughs> I, I was gonna say you got that from vegas maybe uh i got the idea from vegas certainly but yeah i think i bought those cups for about a quid on a market somewhere <laughs> and then the sparklers you just buy from amazon but yeah that's that's yeah it's just become part of my character that like one of the things that uh, i think i mentioned earlier is about um there's a a bar a tiki bar in um in vegas mm-hmm. uh called frankie's frankie's tiki bar and that's basically where i pinched half of my namesake from and i just was gonna was... ask was gonna ask there yeah. you go um so yeah frankie from the bar <laughs> vegas tiki bar, one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah uh and i just love that whole idea of you know uh this kind of i guess slightly flamboyant quite out there mm. uh bar owner who also likes a bit of wrestling getting involved so yeah just having this sparkling coconut just as a bit of a an attraction where to come out yeah ah, it's just, good to be, like, just someone to notice you straight away just like oh boom I mean, i'm an absolute sucker for a gimmick like i said you know a lot of the a lot of the characters that i loved growing up were mm. the more gimmicky characters so or people that were really strong characters and i was like you know even even if i might not be the best technical wrestler i like to at least be the most uh interesting to look yeah at. <laughs> no no i completely get it i think it makes it a bit more interesting everyone can have a five-star match but you know it's just getting people to be invested and connected yeah yeah who you are as a character and just mm-hmm. i think sometimes it's good to have some larger than life characters yeah absolutely you know not everyone has to do german suplexes and wear black trunks and you know that's not a dig on anyone just making a point absolutely not no i really pissed people off with the bob dylan comment so oh there we go <laughs> i actually don't mind i'm just i'm just trying to be funny and i flopped completely um just want to ask about some of your highlights of your career what have like been some of your matches that have stood out to you in your career so far that you can name um, quite hard to ask people on the spot but just if you can if name a few that'd be awesome okay so i think I guess winning my first title um, would yeah is definitely going to be up there. Um, is that a sacrifice one? It's a sacrifice. The Saints of Sacrifice title, uh, titles, uh, belts. Um, first time that we won them, that was just such a big moment because did you, cry? you know everybody. No, I didn't cry, <laughs> uh, but I just couldn't stop smiling the whole yeah. day because you know everybody. You know when you first think about being arrested, like yeah, I want to be, want to build, you know, win a belt. 
Yeah. Because, you know, it's just... that boyhood dream moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to be able to to put it around you, to put it over your shoulder, to go, yeah, I'm the champion, just feel revered. And it's also, you know, it's it's validation in a way. Absolutely. We trust you with this. Yeah, yeah. We're going to want... We want you to carry this title for us. Yeah, you're representing the brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And, yeah, from from being on Sacrifice from from day one um, and you know, working with, with Tyvee Lee, who unfortunately has uh, left the business now. Um, mm. But yeah, just me and him be having that, that rapport, working with each other over the years and getting, you know, where we were. And I would always wanted to win the tag titles. I always wanted to be in a tag team and being able to have the tag titles is definitely, yeah, absolute highlight. What do you find like some of the main differences between being a tag team wrestler and a singles wrestler. I don't mean like from a fan's point of view, but from an actual worker. Well, it's less to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there um, you go, everyone. Getting tag team sorted. Yeah, yeah. Get tag things. team. Don't have to work so much. No, I think, um, I mean, it, it, in, in the way that I try and wrestle as a singles wrestler, I try and apply that, you know, to tag by just making it fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when me and Ty were working together, we were, it's, we were, when we turned heel, it was really hard because we, we're having so much fun people yeah. were we were trying to be heelish but trying to keep it in he character was so heelish. good at it like people <laughs> automatically just yeah so we eventually just ended up you. yeah we just ended up being basically tweeners for a long time because we just we tried hard to be yeah heels but people just weren't buying it they still they just, just wouldn't so be yeah but i mean you know tag i think allows for a lot more creativity because it's like not just what can i do but what can i do with my partner what can i we're going to have to do against you know it's constantly shifting between okay two on two one on one three on two mm-hmm. you know three on one sorry um and it's you know it just i think it has so much creativity to be able to how you're going to be able to match up those different um situations and yeah just more people that you can work off of so yeah no, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Just wanted to just get a bit of insight. So that's what I thought I'd ask. And I think it'd be cool for listeners to sort of get an idea of someone that's actually done singles and tag team as well. So yeah, that's a pretty cool answer as well. A uh, fun question. I've not asked this one in a while, actually. I okay. want you to pick one match that you can go back in time for. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily be a match that you first saw, but just to be there in attendance. One match, you've got the time travel. And if you can give a reason as to why you want to watch this match live as a fan. Uh on the spot Stevie Richards that's really that's really hard (laughs) god there's so many that's the problem it's like which one do you want to pick Mm. Um, so do you choose it for the match quality do you choose it for the atmosphere I mean just because they're probably because it's two of my favourites I'm Mm going to say Rock Austin which one I mean first one because it's you know it was the i think it's that being the, the first time that it was it's probably gonna be a yeah. big deal um but yeah I mean, the match is underrated the first one i think i actually think the second one the main 17 with the hill turn is a bit mm. overrated in oh, my yeah opinion. it's just that, that the hill turns tarnished it for me in my opinion i mean as a kid yeah i thought it was awesome but looking back and then when i rewatched it it's just oh, i don't know i can just not you just see it coming it just deflates yeah. you a little bit yeah I, th- I think it would have been hard for me watching that you know if i was a a kid watching it live who to to really yeah because they're just the, the fans wanted houses. Austin to win they wanted yeah. it was his hometown so yeah just but yeah it's such a great show yeah no good so you'd actually pick Rock Austin first one from Wrestlemania mm-hmm. 
15. Fucking nerd. Um, nah, cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Um, before I ask my official last question, and that's the Dream Dinner Guest Party, I want to ask you if you've got any future goals, any people you'd like to wrestle, or any um, locations, specifically any countries that you'd like to wrestle in as well. Okay. Um, I think for me, top tier, I'd love to get to progress. Mm -hmm. like, and a lot of people say, you know, they, they maybe want to shoot a little bit bigger. But for me, you know, ever since I got into back into wrestling and discovered progress, yeah, uh, just the the quality of the shows, and you know, I, that's 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 been for me. I, I appreciate mm. that. Uh, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now, so some of the other people might, you know, the bigger companies might be just just out of my out of my shot now. But I'd absolutely love to get onto progress. That would be 100 percent for me. Yeah, no, I love that. big progress, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, I think they're that you know i've got some people like i trained when i first started with with people like hustle malone who was uh, mm -hmm. on commentary you know warren banks who's doing a great job on there my yeah. third match uh was against gene money and he used to train me mm. you know and seeing him doing so well on there now is 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 incredible mm. so. been in ring with roy johnson as well haven't you and roy johnson yeah 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 great guy that, pro that progress is awesome, man. I went there yeah. last month when the show's first show had been progress. And, mm -hmm. and I know that had a bit of issues with like the pandemic and WWE, yeah. you know, NXT brand and all stuff. But they, they're literally, they're coming back and they're coming back really good. New copper talent. So I'm good to see that. And uh, oh yeah, so like, other um, like countries, would you like to wrestle them? That was it. <clears throat> Being the huge nerd that I am and growing up loving anime and, you know, nintendo and everything um i'm gonna have to say japan nice but um you know i'd love to get into ddt as well that'd be great fun i think mm. you know the stuff that chris brooks has been doing over there with you know it's been really really great um so yeah that would definitely be on my list i think as well yeah that's cool man ddt hit and miss not everyone's got two but they've got uh, like good following going back to you know fear and loan vegas yeah las vegas so it's not everyone's got two but i think japan in general just it's so unique, just so yeah. cool. And Chris Brooks, he's, he's awesome as well, man. So I'm going to ask yeah. my famous question. I think you know what's going to come. Three dream dinner guests for your dream party. You can pick whoever you want. You know what I'm going to say now. Alive, fictional, non-fictional, whatever, neighbour. So we went to college with, whatever. <laughs> when you bumped into Las Vegas, I don't know. You're the host. Give me three people and three reasons why. Go. Okay. Uh, number one for me is going to be Bill Hicks, the... Uh, Comedian. Deceased comedian, yeah. Uh, I've been absolutely huge fan of him since I discovered him when I was about nice. 19. Um, I mean, I've not heard enough of stuff, but I like I like Anson Verd. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, absolutely would love to have him just pick his brains. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'd, uh, if I, let's keep it wrestling related. I have Guerrero. Go for it. He's my absolute... He inspired he's, your trunks, didn't he? He's my absolute goat, yeah. Like, I noticed the pattern. Never get from his enough of, uh, That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's it's my absolute favourite. So I'd love to have Guerrero there. Like watch. If I had to watch anybody for the one wrestler for the rest of my life, mm. it would just hundred percent worth in school to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last, oh God, I don't know who to have first. Last, um, Gene Snitsky. What about uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. So yeah. you're big into the comedians then? Big into the comedians and 
you know, for uh, Ghostbusters yeah, is Murray. one of my favourite films. Yeah, and yeah, it's Bill cool. Murray. You just, yeah, I think he'll bring a nice life to the party there. Well, I think you'd so, actually yeah. have to give a reason to him, actually. No, no, fair. I mean, they'll be out there. Who's <laughs> Bill Murray? And there's me like, don't listen to my podcast ever again. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Please, please, like and subscribe. I'll do that at the end. That's cool. Um, Bill Murray, because Bill Murray. Bill Murray, Eddie yeah. Grower, Latina Hay. I knew that. I noticed that pattern on the trousers. Um, <laughs> and Bill Hicks. That's cool. I think I need to kind of at least give Bill Hicks a try. I know who he is and, you know, just sort of touched the service, but never really properly got into it. So I have to give him a listen. But no, good selection. You're giving a reason as to why. And uh, awesome, man. Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, share? Anything you want to say because you're bored? Um, the platform's yours, my man. I've enjoyed chatting to you. Spread, chat away. Spread uh, thank you. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Big thanks to uh, to George for having me. It's been a really, really great time. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Um, socials find me at Twitter at the real Frankie V. I'm sure this will be tagged in the post anyway. But always, always, always like a follow. Uh, and I'm just going to give a big shout out to my hometown promotions who have helped you know promote me over the last couple of years and help me get where I am. That's a big shout out to Sacrifice Pro. Uh, really great whoop, fun whoop, shows that they do. Whoop. And to UBW as well. Yeah. And yeah, UBW massively. Been UBW, like, really, really great. Yeah. Been like, in the talent. Good company. And Shana, you're not forgetting, even though it's defunct now, uh, Hope. Hope Wrestling was, mm. you know, always great. Leave the memories alone. <laughs> 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 Someone that actually used to work with Hope, listen to this, like, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> I'm joking. Bob Dylan, leave the memories alone and just generally just shut up. But no, well, that's three strikes now. Wait, so. <laughs> right, you can take over the show. No, I'm joking, man. Uh, I'm joking. Frankie, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute blast. Um, generally enjoy that. And now I can shut up and just put my feet up after I get this out to the general public before the weekend. So, whoop. Nice if you can like this video, if you can subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. So I can continue to produce more awesome content on a weekly basis and have fun interviews like I have with Mr. Las Vegas himself, Frankie Vegas. You know the score. <laughs> but if you can also follow him on social media as well, that'd be brilliant. I'll put his details in the description below. You can also follow me, keep up to date with what I've got planned uh, for the next couple of weeks in my description, in the details below as well. Social medias are there. That'd be awesome. But for now, if you listen to this before the weekend, have a good weekend. If it's after the weekend, whatever. That's a terrible sign-off, but have a great day. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. This is T. Jamie Savage in the What Do You Call It podcast. Just got savage! Yeah.